Welcome to a new season of Stories Behind Tennessee Tourism, the podcast that pulls back the curtain on all things travel and tourism in this great state of Tennessee. We are pleased to present a series of interviews recorded live and in person at the 2021 Governor's Conference on Hospitality and Tourism. On this episode, we sat down with Marcy Claude, Public Relations Manager at Gatlinburg CVB, or really as we know her, the face of Gatlinburg. If you've listened to previous episodes, you know that Design Sensory is thrilled to work with Gatlinburg and that our work together started just a few months before the pandemic took over global life. We've talked a great deal about how this impacted the tourism sector and the adaptations many organizations had to put in place to survive. On this episode, we are going to get a little more personal because for Marcy, things aren't always just business. They're always personal. She helps promote an area that is her home, an area that knows a thing or two about adversity, such as when it dealt with the wildfires of 2016. But unlike those wildfires of 2016, this pandemic is from an unseen adversary. We talked about how she and others have maintained their mental optimism and energy in the face of the unknown. This is another one of these episodes uh, where you're in for a treat because you, we are talking to the voice of Gatlinburg. Uh, well, I'll, I'll, you tell it better than me. Tell me a little bit about yourself, Marcy. Oh, my goodness. So I am the storyteller for Gatlinburg. I'm the public relations manager, and I came on board in 2013, brought some maturity to the position, and, and also a great passion for my city of Gatlinburg. I love it. I'm chuckling because I'm just thinking of Chad and... <laughs> Maybe mark a little bit, and that's pretty pretty good. Yeah, right? Yes, I, I'm very fortunate to get to work with them every single day. They're great guys. But you're also using that word uh-huh. purposefully. Yes. Because you, you came in 2013, and you've obviously worked in tourism for a bit, but you came into this position, and you came into tourism late in your career. Yes, so I'm the woman who got out of college, started a career in broadcasting, did a little bit of PR, and then got married and stayed home with my children for almost 18 years. And so when I went back to work, my kids were older, and I was very selective about what I got to do, and I'm very passionate about Gatlinburg, and we had moved there in 2000. So when this opportunity came up, I was very excited, and to have it is such an honor to be able to be this, the chief storyteller, you know, for Gatlinburg. This area that you love. Yes, yeah. I mean, I'm just so passionate about it. So, coming in to the position in 2013, well, I was over 50 years old at that time, and so that is quite an accomplishment, I think, in this day and age. I, ha- yeah. I had no idea, you know, folks out there. We we work together. Design Sensory is privilege to be working with Gatlinburg again and I had no idea in all this time that that was your, your your story and honestly that that is actually quite inspiring one of the business legends that, that that I enjoy is a gentleman who started a service now and he started it you know after he was 50 his name is Fred Lundy mm-hmm. uh, Luddy and there have been so many articles talking about how you, you really are smarter at that age and yes. why does everybody think that the 20-something is going to lead us into the next wise age when 
what do they really know, you know? So, so I, I just, I just love that, Marshall. When, <laughs> now, you, you have a very personal story here. When I ask, you know, what are some great memories of the work that you do in tourism or hospitality? It's a personal. It's, it's almost an advocation for you. I love the people in our town, and I think um, because of the longevity of Gatlinburg as a tourism destination, and the people and the families that built our town have many stories to tell. And so, to get to be be brought into that is a great privilege and to watch us go through some of the things that we've been through over the years and watching the resiliency of the families and the people that live there it has been um, an honor you you joined them you said in 2013 yes and then something happened in 2016. Well, in 2016, on November 28, 2016, we had a wildfire. And it was devastating. There's yeah. no words that can even begin to describe how everyone felt. And it was one of those very challenging situations. And it was interesting to watch everyone rise up and the resiliency of not just those people, those folks that have been there for generations, but all of us who came in later, and the resiliency of our community and how we came back. But even moreover was the support from the generations of visitors that have been coming to our area all these years and how they just jumped up and supported us in every way possible, whether it was flying up in their personal airplanes to just spend the weekend and spend money to the donation of millions of dollars and and all the things that we would ever possibly need. Unforgettable outpouring of it, support. It, it really was. It really was. It's interesting to hear you talk about that because I've sort of, as you're talking about it, I'm thinking to myself, knowing what I know, you know, really the pandemic for Gatlinburg has actually been very, in many ways, very successful. I mean, you're putting record numbers up. And there's a reason for that. You're doing it safely. You're, you're doing that because you're an outdoor destination. People feel comfortable coming in to drive community. I mean, we've established this with others. But what, so what's interesting to me is that you're recalling memories of a true challenge. That adversity is something that has been hard to rebuild from. It has been very challenging, um, and obviously Gatlinburg has come back very strong as well as you know all of Sevier County, yeah. um, because we all kind of took a hit from that. But the thing that I think we've all learned through those events is one, COVID, yes, it is a crisis, but when you've been through a wildfire, you kind of start taking crises in, in stride there. <laughs> And you just don't want to go through another year like 2017 again, but, right. um, but or right. 2020 for that matter. But you learn a lot, and you get a thicker skin. You you can step back and look at your circumstances a little bit clearer and say, okay, what's really important here, and what do we need to do, and how we need to handle this. You're, sort of your muscle reaction to it is not so much to freak out because you've been there. Right. It's to assess pivot, look at the situation, and, and be resilient. Pivot and resilience, those are the words of 2020. And um, and that was it. And that's what we did. We just learned how to shift and do what we do. My joy in in some of this is that um, in 2020, we had teed up a campaign celebrating the 75th anniversary yes. of Gatlinburg City Charter back in 1945. Yeah. And we had beautiful stories queued up to tell. And, Multi-generational. And absolutely. Yeah telling you know adding some depth to Gatlinburg Gatlinburg is more than what you just see when you walk on the street there's really stories behind how we got here Absolutely. and so that campaign fit beautifully in this situation that we found ourselves in in 2020 and I think that it's actually helped our community what ins- inspires you I mean I'm asking that question again personally in that you know I, I turned 40 this year's 20th anniversary for us but I look at 
got two young boys. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah, I know you just visited with your son. And, and so, it, you know, I look and I'm like, all right, I, this is a marathon, right? I've got to stay, <laughs> I've got to stay engaged and be successful f- for the long. How have you been successful for, you know, so long? And how do you continue to remain so committed to being successful? How do you stay inspired? As life goes on, you have your ups and downs and you have your good days and your hard days and you have your I wish I could quit days and I'm not coming back days <laughs> and and every day is like drinking from the fire hose <laughs> and so yeah. you know it's just life is so big and I think for me I when I have those hard days and those hard moments or weeks you just have to remember why I have to step back and remember why I'm doing this and how privileged I am to have the opportunity and then remember the people around me in my community. I really think it boils down to the people in my life and the community that is what keeps me going. The meaningfulness of those relationships. Yeah. So, you know, again, it's, it's, been a, it's been a very nuanced experience around the pandemic for Gatlinburg. What do you think the future holds for tourism in general, just in a writ large? I mean, you know, the theme of this conference is moving forward. I know we've talked about a lot of people have discovered and rediscovered beauty of, of the mountains and certainly Gatlinburg. So where do you see things going? I mean, is this a new normal that we're in? Do you see things going back to 2019? Where, where do you think things are going to oh land? My, I would love to go back to 2019, <laughs> but um, I'm not sure that we will we'll ever do that. But what stands out to me is that I have watched people come to Gatlinburg and they're coming with families and they're reconnecting and that people are having experiences together with family. And I think it's more meaningful now than maybe it has been. I mean, families travel together, whether they get along or they don't get along and have vacation experiences. But I just think now that there's more intention in taking a family vacation and more intention in planning your vacations and and making those experiences that you have with your family or your friends and your loved ones really count. Sort of that absence makes the heart grow fonder yes. a little bit. Yes. I, I, that's a wonderful inflection and a, I feel a very optimistic frame for what we're all going through. And I'm not surprised that it comes from you, Marcy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I appreciate it. Last question is very simple. You know, if things open up and, you know, I know you, you do a lot of travel even for Gatlinburg, right? um, but, but I mean, it, when things open up and travel's a little easier, is there a big, you know, adventure, bucket list item that you look forward to? My husband and I are not getting any younger and our kids are grown. <laughs> and so personally, we're just, we are toying with the idea of, of buying a camper and going. And that is really off the wall for us. So you never know. We might end up in a national park halfway across the country somewhere. That is amazing. <laughs> no, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Newton style, right? Yes, because I'm not sleeping on the ground anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and I like climate control. Marcy, so, thank you, know. you so much for, for talking with us today and being here. And uh, I, hope, I hope everyone out there who's listening can feel the optimism that she exudes. And, you know, as the voice of Gatlinburg, too, she's calling you. Uh-huh. Come experience it because I think if you do that, you'll also see what reconnection or connection means now. Stories Behind Tennessee Tourism is an original podcast brought to you by Design Sensory. We are a full-service integrated marketing, advertising, and digital agency. For 20 years, we've worked with startups, small towns, to global brands across a range of industries and business sectors to bring great ideas to life. 
The production team is Mary Blair, editor Sarah Plemons, producer Brad Carpenter, and I'm your host, Joseph Nother. We have a blast telling these stories, and we can't thank you enough for listening. Our hope is that you've learned something new or been inspired to do something creative. If you have, I'd love it if you'd share it or pass it on. And if you like what you heard, there's more where that came from. Please be sure to follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Our handle is at DS underscore moments, or just search for Design Sensory. 